To be a wordsmith is defined as a person who writes, an author, a journalist, a person who commits their thoughts to paper. But I believe it is so much more. The ability to craft a story, to change lives, to transport the ordinary life to an extraordinary place, to put words on paper and awaken the imagination in ways the reader never dreamed possible. Yes, to have the ability to see what isn't there and make you see it too. To awaken the senses in new and amazing ways. To feel a cool breeze on a hot summer day on your cheeks. To smell wildflowers as they bloom. To taste a delicacy on a foreign soil. To feel like you've never felt before, touching places long forgotten. Connecting with your souls in new ways. That's what writers do. It's my pleasure to host Speaking of Writing, a new podcast. Speaking of Writing is open for authors from all over the world. This gives us an opportunity to broaden our experiences, to hear actual writers' voices, hear what inspires them, experience their trials and struggles, and realize that we all have a story and they are all worth telling. I hope you enjoy this. Hi, this is Rose Cushing, and I'm the host of Speaking of Writing, a podcast that is open to international authors to hear about their books, their journeys, and their accomplishments. Today, our guest is Catherine Godhart, and Catherine is a friend of, of our, our writing group that comes very highly recommended, and I'm anxious to meet her and learn more about her, and I know you're going to enjoy hearing her story. Catherine, tell us a little bit about how you became a writer. Or why you became well, a writer, I guess. I think that I primarily became a writer um, because I had a wonderful mom who was a reading aide. Uh, she never went to college, but she assisted in the schools um, teaching phonics and instilled a love of reading early on. And it was just kind of as soon as I read, I naturally wanted to write. And so I just started doing it at a very young age. And when did you have your first book published? Uh, my first book? Wow, okay. I guess it's been a while. Um, 2009 was my first book. Awesome. And, and yeah, yeah, Poems from the Battlefield. Tell us a little bit about that. So that is uh, a book that is Civil War themed. Um, I moved to the Northern Virginia region in uh, 1999, and... When I got here, I started exploring all the, um, the local battlefields, hiking centers, and um, I originally came from Massachusetts, and a lot of the history up there is more geared towards the Revolutionary War. Uh-huh. So when I came here, very different culture, um, a lot of uh, Civil War history, and so I kind of started delving into it and decided um, that, you know, I wanted to learn more, and a lot of the poems that came out of that were persona poems, so poems written from the point of view of, you know, um, who I thought maybe these people might have been during the war and what they experienced. That's a really interesting perspective for your poetry. Um, I, I don't think I've read anything that was from the Civil War people's point of view. 
And yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a historian, so the, the people perspective really intrigued me, um, yeah. you know, kind of trying to wrap my head around what they might have been experiencing, you know, what some of the issues were surrounding um, the period and the war itself and what they might, you know, what they might have gone through. I see that you've written nine books, is that correct? Uh, we're up to ten now. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, of all of your, your books, which one are you, is your favorite? Oh boy, um, I'm thinking it's my most recent one because that's always the case, right? Your, your yeah. most recent book is always your your best book, and then you know your other ones are like, oh, these aren't so good anymore. Um, so my tenth book just came out. It's um, Thirty Years of Cardinals Calling, and it is a compilation of poetry that has been published or has won awards throughout um, my last 30 years of publishing. Um, and it was picked up by San Francisco Bay Press uh, it, um, actually just this April, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about that. Definitely so. Now, you, I see on your website that you have um, won a lot of awards. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I'm very fortunate. I've got um, an extremely supportive writing community here, um, and they are just wide open to ideas um, and ways of promoting the literary arts. And so uh, one of the awards that I won uh, was um, through Right by the Rails, um, which is the Prince William chapter of the Virginia Writers Club. And um, our vice president at the time, Jan Rail, um, suggested that we put poetry, you know, out in the community in unexpected places. So we did a poetry ex um, installation in businesses and public places, uh, putting poems in, you know, just um, little small shops around the area. Um, but we ended up putting out, like, you know, over 100 poems by different poets. So for that, uh, we did get an award for an outstanding poetry project uh, from the Arts Council. And then I think it was, was probably, yeah, last year, um, the, the Arts Council awarded me the um, Outstanding Individual Artist, which was just an incredible honor because we have so many different types of artists in the area. So, you know, to be, to be honored in that way was just, it was, it was a surprise. It was outstanding. Um, and, you know, I've, I've won some other awards through, like, local media, the, uh, Inside Nova, PW Perspective, things like that. Well, congratulations. That is really awesome. Now, Thank, you're, you. Thank you. You're the founder of a writer's group. Tell us a little bit about that. So um, I'm a co-founder. Um, Cindy Berkshire, actually, who um, I think you met uh, through your writer's group. Uh -huh. um, I met Cindy when she was living here, and she had an amazing idea. She said, I want to have a clearinghouse for writers. You know, this is going to be um, an organization that we'll have all kinds of resources and workshops and opportunities. And I thought, this is a fantastic idea. And that was in August in 2011. Um, so she called the meeting. Um, we got three or four different people together at a local coffee shop. Um, and that's where it was born. And then we became the um, Prince William chapter. We trained up with the Virginia Writers Club to become uh, a chapter in their organization. So they're kind of the mothership. Right. So we can offer all kinds of um, just opportunities and uh, connections for local writers in Prince William County, Manassas, Manassas Park. Um, and now, because 
you know, because of the pandemic, we've also gone virtual. So we're, we've sort of expanded our reach since then, which I think is the case with a lot of organizations. Absolutely. It, it's been a, a good thing in a way that it forced us to grow in that manner, even though we might not have been ready. But it's been a good thing because you can reach so many more people. Exactly. Cindy exactly. just did a podcast with us on on um, how to, to do a writer's group and how to start one, and, and that's on the Carolina Writers Speak podcast. Tell me a little bit about the benefits of a writer's group from your perspective. Oh, it's just, you know, writing can be a very solitary effort, right? And yes. the other issue, of course, is then when you put your writing out into the world, it makes you feel very vulnerable. Um, so having these networks and these connections is just incredibly important because it helps motivate you, first of all, to keep going and to hear other writers' experiences, you know, what their process is like, um, to exchange information and ideas and inspiration. I just, I can't recommend it enough because doing this by yourself is just grueling. Um, and having a network out there to help, you know, support you and promote you as you promote other writers is also important because, you know, I mean, so many writers, we put our books out there and then, like, we'll get on social media and we'll be like, buy my book, buy my book. Um, and, you know, as we all know, like, that doesn't work. Right. So how do you establish a reputation? You know, the way that you do it is, is by connecting with others in your community. That That's very good points. I know it's certainly been a blessing for me to have a, a resource for learning and growing and people that, you know, can give me friendly critique and help me grow in that way as well. I see that you ha are part of a community giving program. Can you tell us a little bit about how you give back to your community? Because I know that you've done an outstanding job in this arena. Oh, well, thank you. Um, so uh, one of my passions is to work within the community and to support in whatever way I can. Like a lot of writers, um, the bigger question for me is always, you know, the why behind what I'm doing. Um, and I wanted to give back in whatever way I could. And it kind of started out as, you know, just traditional monetary giving back, um, you know, donations and things like that. And then, and then it turned into um, giving gifts for different programs. So, like, we have a program for foster children, teens in the area. So I was giving gifts. And then I thought, you know, you know, hello, I'm an author. Why am I not? <laughs> uh -huh. Why am I not giving, giving my book? So, um, so what I started to do is uh, giving out different books to organizations that can use them. So I have a book called Get Happy, Damn It, um, and it is an inspirational, motivational book. So uh, I did some donations to the local mental health groups, things like that, that um, ran a, a corresponding workshop also to go along with it. Um, so this has really grown into a program about, you know, giving whatever <laughs> gifts that I can, but also my time to go along with it. So it's education along with the books. Um, in some cases, you know, I've donated, like, my children's books with um, the coloring book version and some art kits and things like that for, like, children in the shelters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's, it's satisfying to me to know that I'm doing what I can to give back to a community that has given so much to me. 
I feel very blessed, and um, I think, you know, we need to share our blessings. I agree 100%. Now, I'm, I'm just looking through your books, and the titles of your books really intrigue me. Um, tell me a little bit about Weaker Than Water. Okay, Weaker Than Water, um, so that actually comes from a quote from... Um, uh, from Taoism, it's, uh, and I don't have it in front of me at the moment, so That's okay. forgive me for misquoting, but um, basically it's nothing, uh, nothing is weaker than water, yet um, there is nothing that is stronger. And the reason is, is that, you know, water comes together as a, as a full force, so it's, it's both yielding and it is strength. Um, and a lot of the, that's, a lot of the poems in there are micro poems, uh-huh. and it talks about, you know, different, different struggles and uh, different victories, uh, but a lot of the poems in that particular book were inspired by work that I did with incarcerated adults. Um, I worked in the jail for a couple of years, so um, there's a lot of uh, themes of, you know, um, oh, redemption and turning your life around, and, and I, you know... This was a life-changing experience for me to work with these folks, and it was it was quite a mission. So it inspired some poetry as well. I can only imagine that must have been a very intense, interesting experience working with folks that are incarcerated, and how it it changes their lives or doesn't. <laughs> um, so in in your uh, business life, I see that you do a lot of content writing. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I do. Um, so I work full-time for a government contractor. Um, I am a marketing writer. I'm an editor, and I help out with some of their training classes and things like that. Um, and I also work for um, their Corporate Social Responsibility Committee. Mm-hmm. So this is an outreach committee that basically goes out and does, you know, uh, you know, volunteer work and um, gives resources that the company has set aside for donations and things like that. So it's very rewarding to be able to go out and say, hey, you know, this is a great company that actually supports its community and gives back. So that's part of what I do. Um, and then on the side, I have ATW All Things, which is All Things Writing, and that's kind of my freelance work and my um, the business arm that sells my books, and then I take the donation. I take the books, and that has helped fund donations for my giving back. So I'm I'm keeping busy in a lot of different arenas, as you can see. I see. All things writing. Do you do editing for other people's books? You know, I used to. Um, at this point, I am absolutely swamped. So I have partners that I work with. So if somebody comes to me and says, "Hey, you know, can you do some editing?" Right now, I'm saying, you know, um, I can't personally, but I, you know, I have a network, and I can certainly refer you to one of my partners. That's really good. A lot of folks in our group ask about editing and and want me to have a speaker on editing. So that's why I was asking. Um, advice for people that are beginning their writing journey. Absolutely, do not do it alone if you don't have to. Uh, so, you know, connect with a writing group, connect with other people that are going through similar and different experiences. You know, it's um, some folks I think make the mistake that, like, oh, you know, I'm just starting out, I can't join a writer's group because I'm too much of a beginner. And if you join the right group, then you're going to have a group that is full of people with 
that are they're different places in their journey, and you can learn from each one of them, and there's great opportunities to, you know, be mentored, but then also as you go along in your journey to become a mentor. So absolutely find a group that you can connect with, um, and that's how you're going to learn and grow as a writer. Very good advice. Um, what do you feel like was your biggest obstacle in your writing journey? Uh, you know, uh, there's so many of them, right? I know. <laughs> <Every day. laughs> I think, you know, I have very high expectations for myself. And that's part, you know, that's, and I think a lot of writers do. Um, I don't expect my work to automatically just go out and be published, and I know that you've got to put the effort behind it. Um, I think one of my big obstacles is I am impatient. You know, mm-hmm. I want to get this work done, and I want to get it perfect, and I want to get it published, and I want to get it out there. And by the way, I want to do it yesterday because I have big dreams, and, and I think like a lot of writers can actually, you know, uh, connect with that sort of feeling. Um, and I just feel like there's so much to do in life. You know, Rose, I mean, uh, you know, we're on are at this point for a very short period of time, and there's so much that... I think needs to be said and there's so much that needs to be done so I think my lack of patience gets in the way absolutely I can certainly identify with that and it definitely is my downfall as well um, so what's left on your bucket list oh my bucket list um, well I want to continue to grow this uh, giving back program that I've implemented um, I am working on my next book, which is a sequel to Get Happy, Damn It. It's going to be Get Happier, Damn It. Um, but this is actually sort of a crowdsourced uh, book full of ideas for improving uh, quality of life by uh, through inspiration and motivation. So I'm looking for people's ideas on what they think provides inspiration and motivation in life, and then I'm writing that book, and then that's going to uh, be my next piece, my next published book, I think. I look forward to reading that book, for sure. Um, I know you have an appointment, so I'm not going to keep you any longer, but I've really enjoyed talking to you, and thank you for your time this morning. Oh, well, I appreciate it. I always love to talk about writing whenever possible, when I'm not writing, right? Right, absolutely. And if you'll hang on just one minute, I'll wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening today. I appreciate it as always and look forward to our next edition.